Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters podcast. This is episode 26. Uh, you got Brian and Wolfie today. Uh, Chris is out adventuring, um, but most of you probably met Wolfie. He's here during the week in the evenings and a lot of times on Saturdays. Um, Wolfie is, let's just say Wolfie is Wolfie. Uh, he's a <laughs> bit of a beast. Um, he's been doing a thing that he likes to call run and gun. Uh, so we're going to get into that. Uh, Wolfie, what is a run and gun? Run and gun is... Uh course set up uh the race directors will have different courses of fire there'll be combination rifle pistol be pistol only rifle only you got to carry your gear with you uh the courses are anywhere from 5k which you know for all of us american non-commies is 3.1 miles to you know six seven miles depending upon what degree of punishment you want to dole out to yourself so that, that sounds kind of like a three-gun match crossed with the Spartan race. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's, for me, I look, life's too short not to do cool shit. I, I mean, everybody goes and talks, well, you know, I'm going to put, you know, I got this on my belt, you know, when, you know, when shit hits the fan, when the the world hits the fan, I'm going to go out, I'm going to do all this. Yeah, that's all great talking about it, but if you don't have any place to actually use it and run it and see how it's going to feel carrying it for three miles... You know, you're just pissing into the wind. So for me, it's a good place to 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 practice and try my equipment, cool. see what's going to work, see what setup I like. Uh, I, I I like these events because they're put on for the average guy. You know, like anything else, like CrossFit. I I mean, for some people, CrossFit their sport, and you're going to have some badasses and some guys that you know are going to smoke it and stuff like that. The majority of the people are out there just for the experience, test themselves, test their equipment. Uh, all the range officers are there to help you. They're, they're there to keep it a, uh, a safe event. But, you know, if you just totally scale out and you get halfway through a stage and forget something, they're going to help you out. So it's not like USPSA or IDPA where, you know, you're on the clock and you got 30 seconds. Most of the stages, they cap them at two or three minutes. So, you know, there's a lot going on. You may have to crawl up on a barricade. You may have to crawl through something. Uh, you may have to roll, pull yourself out in the middle of a small little pond in a flatboat and figure out how to engage targets with a rifle out to 150 yards. So, I mean, it, it's just a cool experience. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> we talk about all this stuff what works and stuff like that you know as far as uh, I'm a big proponent of red dots on the pistol and you know everybody's drawing them from the holster and going and shooting you know no problems what happens when you can't see the optic I, for me a good point of that is uh, one of the stages was in a cave around Ohio chances are we're not going to have to do much shooting in a cave you know, if it is, I'm going to get the fuck out of the cave. You know, I don't need so to be down there chasing a bad guy in the first place. But for me, it showed me that my red dot will still work if I can't see it. Because I get down in the cave, you could just see the the fog just freaking hanging in the air. Just pull my pistol out on the first stage, like, fuck, you know, I can't see through it. My red dot was still there. I still had my other eye. I could see the target, engage it. I got my hits. You know, moving from stage to stage, I, I took a... Had a little piece of cloth, wiped it off, fogged up as soon as I did. So t to me, it's 
I know my optics going to be there if it's not there. And it's hard to get your mind to believe that kind of shit unless you actually experience it. So with us not being in, you know, practical situation, I mean, we always try to put ourselves in a situation. Well, if this happens, this happens, you never know what you're going to do unless you're actually go through something similar. So it's a good way to test out equipment and, and push yourself. Cool. Uh, where does one go to get to do a run and get event? Uh, I've been going down to Kentucky. Uh, there's a couple of places down there. Uh, they're looking at putting one out at uh, Briar Rabbit. Hearing that there's rumors on the inter- interweb, so it's just getting on the interwebs and looking around. Uh, there's some up in Michigan. Uh, I, I think they're starting to become more popular uh, just because people are looking for different ways to test themselves yeah. and test their equipment. So, and like I said, you don't need to be a stud. Uh, you should be somewhat fit. Of course, you know, if shit hits a fan, you need to be fit anyhow. And, and they're going to, I mean, God, I mean, one of the most grueling things, they had tires in the mud. Yeah, and, and, you know, you got your, your battle belt on, you're carrying, you know, four rifle mags and four or five pistol mags and some extra ammo maybe some water with you and you got to crawl in and out of these tires christ i mean that was so fatigue i mean you just yeah you, you just got to do it and i mean i mean there there are things that any full-blooded american male should be able to do you, you know if you can't get yourself through tires if you can't get your way up and over a barrier shit you gotta your man card ought to be revoked I mean, if you're going to spend, you know, thousands of dollars on a, on a tweaked out pistol and a rifle and stuff like that, but yet you're not taking care of your own body, you know, something's missing in that equation. Definitely. Uh, what kind of training do you recommend to get ready for something like a run again? Uh, and, and let's use the term run loosely. Uh, it's a fast walk. It's a rock. Like I said, you you know, there's, there's some young kids and, you know, some people that have been doing there that will, will actually run it and compete and, and and move at a fairly quick pace. 80% of the people out there, it's, it's a fast, it's a run walk. So I put some time, uh, just rucking around the neighborhood, uh, you know, maybe since I do know a few of the Hilliard PD now, let them know, hey, I'm going to be walking around with my rifle and pistol. You know, that's, you know, no no, no sense to incite any yeah. panic or pushy edges. So, you know, I, I put a backpack on, put 10 or 15 pounds. You know, I'll go out and ruck for a while. When I'm mowing my yard, I'll throw on a backpack some weight, just get some reps in. Uh, body weight stuff, you know, push-ups, pull-ups, squats, lunges. Just moving around. Uh, every now and then, I'll go down and hit the Soda Audubon, and just run through the obstacle course down there a couple of times. I mean, it, it's it's nothing that you, you you shouldn't be able to do. I mean, I mean, climbing over the obstacles, you don't have to climb up ropes. It's it's a uh, you know a ten foot ladder. You know, the steps are three foot apart. You got to get yourself up and over. You got to get yourself through through tires you got to put crawl yourself up a uh uh 
three foot diameter drainage ditch. So, I mean, if you don't have the upper body strength to pull yourself in the row, you just got to figure out how to wedge yourself in, in the tube and, and work yourself up. You know, and they may have you throw a kettlebell or something like that. But I mean, it's it's nothing that just basic condition you can't get. I mean, you don't need a yeah. fancy gym or you know Sounds anything like, like that. Stuff the average eighth grader should be able to do. Absolutely, absolutely, and you know it's. Yeah, you know, one of the events, oh, one of the guy did it in full, full World War II kit with an M1 Garand and a revolver. He fucking smoked a lot of people. You know, it. so you, you got to get out there and do shit. I mean, just going to the range and, and planking targets at 15 yards, 20 yards, 25, you know, without shooting fatigue or anything like that is just... You, you, you got to have a, a, a reason to uh, to your training. You know, you know oh, I'm going to go to the range and train today. Well, I, I, I want to have a reason. Well, I'm training for this event. Yeah. I'm just not. So, so then that takes your training when you go to, a, to the range to another level. You know, hopefully you belong to a facility or you can go to a place where, you know, you can do some jumping jacks and then shoot or do a couple of burpees or run over here or, you know, shoot in awkward positions. You know, the more you do that, the quicker you are at figuring out how to do that. Because, I mean, every scenario is, is different. And you gotta, you gotta be able to think on your feet and you gotta think how I wanna attack this barrier. And what I like about them better than, uh, uh, USPSA or anything like that there there isn't a lot of gaming to it I mean th- th- there is to a point but when you go to a USPA or an IDPA match you know you can watch two or three people run the stage before you get there or you know what's going on you, you know when you get to one of these events they'll tell you okay the course of this is the course of fire you know you got to engage you know 30 steel targets with your rifle uh, no mag changes, then you got to step up to the next one. You got to engage 30 steel targets with your pistol. No mag changes. Any targets you don't get down, you got to go take this, uh, you know, wood baseball bat and knock the rest of them down. So, I mean, you do, I mean, th- there's no way to game it. I mean, because you don't know exactly how it's set up, what's going on. Yeah. Or so this, no, no walkthroughs. Right. No, you, the only walkthrough is uh, you get to a stage and somebody's there before you, so you go off the clock. That doesn't count against your time. You can't, you know, load mags or do anything. You just sit there and wait. But you, you know, you're far enough back, you really can't see what's going on. So there's there's no game in it. So other than that that one stage, because I wanted to hit the targets with the, uh, the baseball bat. baseball bat. So I only loaded. My, my extra mags on both of them to, to one round. So I had to go ahead, you know. Again, I'm not in it to win anything. And I, I mean, the prizes aren't huge. I mean, they got big, decent prize tables afterwards. You stick around for it. I mean, I'm not in it to win. I'm in it to test myself, have fun. And like I said, life's too short and I have to do cool yeah. shit. I mean, I can hit steel all the time with my pistol. How many times can I go with a baseball bat down range and knock some, <laughs> some steel off? You know, go full Walking Dead on it. Yeah. Um, what kind of gear do you use for running in? 
uh, basic AR. So I got a Bravo company, got a Trigicon 1 to 3, which works really well for me. Uh, a lot of people like to use the low power variable optics. Uh, one of my kinks in my armor is my 300 yard shots. Uh, on the one, they always have a power range shot where you got to make uh, 100 standing, 200 kneeling, 300 prone. Just hadn't had a chance to do that in, so I've been spending more time dialing in my optic, understanding it. So I know I'm not going to have any problems with that the next time I go down and, and that course fires one in uh, or making the longer shots. Uh, battle belt. Uh, then again, I'll modify it according to uh, course of fire, how many rifle stages are going to be, how many shots, how many pistols. Uh, and then I'm running a SIG 320X5 with, a, uh, with an optic on it. Uh, you know, again, in the cave, you got to have a light on your pistol or carry one. Uh, you know, again, my holster does, isn't set up for that, so I'm not going to buy a whole new holster just for light. So again, I talk to the range, hey, here's what's going on. You know, I'll draw, unload it, slide my light on, it's on the pick rail. Oh, sure, fine. You know, so you don't have to go out and buy a lot of equipment to participate in this. I mean, you got a battle belt, rifle, pistol, mags, you're ready to go. And again, it, it's thinking, okay, well, you know, I, I burned through 20 rounds on this rifle stage. The next one I'm gonna need you know, 40 or 50. So while I'm moving, walking around, I'm shuttling my ammo. So my mags are constantly topped off and ready to go. So it's just thinking ahead and, you know, trying to remember what's going on. Sometimes on the one day, they had little check marks along the way where they had things hidden. And you had to, when you got to that stage, say, well, what did you see? Where, where was, you know, the gnome or whatever? So. They do a good job keeping them creative, keeping them fun, and making you think while you're out there. Very cool. So, uh, let's see, what else? Cat crap is a beautiful thing, uh, which is just an anti-fog. So, I, you know, I'll throw that on my uh, sunglasses, uh, my, my optics, just to keep them clear. Uh, camelback, you wanna have some fluid out there. Yeah. I would imagine uh, so when uh, you're moving all day long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Good attitude. <laughs> you know, shit, you're way better off than, you know, your neighbor who's out gardening or something like that and gets tired after, you know, putting down two bags of 30-pound mulch. You know, you're out there all day just having fun. Uh, what else about them? They're planned kind of for an all-day event because you never know when you're gonna leave. Because usually they have, they send people out at, and again, they got different ways of doing it. They, some they'll have a, uh, like a, I think they call it a fireman start, where they send groups of four out, and you can either stay together or, you know, you just frickin' no wait time on the first two stages. Okay. So that, so that way they're gonna force you you better, you better you, you're either going to run or you're, you know, if you got to wait, that's on the clock time, which is kind of cool. You know, force people to move a little faster or if you, you know, you want to go with your buddy, you know, that's, 
They don't care. That's cool too. I mean, you're out there for the experience and the work. Uh, or they'll send people off in, you know, every four, five, six, seven minutes, depending upon the course and how it goes. And then, you know, it's just an honor system. You take a stopwatch and, you know, you get there, they're tight, you know, they check your rifle, make sure it's empty, uh, pistol, whatever. And then you go. Cool. So I say do it. Sounds like it. Yeah. What uh, what other information can I give you? Uh, stop in, talk to me. I'll tell you nothing but good horror stories. Uh, take a cleaning kit. You know, uh, sometimes you're down in mud, crawling under barbed wire and stuff like that. So you want to clean your equipment before you go home. You know, so you don't want it to rust. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or you're going to have some actual patina on your gear. Yeah, which is suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's about all I can say about okay. those. They're cool. Good experiences. Life's too short not to do cool shit. You got to test yourself. Uh, you know, and if you can't do at least one pull up, start working on it or your man card's going to be revoked the next time you come in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Wolfie on running guns. Uh, I'm stopping to see him. He's usually here Tuesday, Thursday evenings, and on Saturdays. Uh, thanks for joining us. The, this is the Cap City Outfitters podcast. Uh, come see us at Cap City Outfitters, 4465 Cemetery Road in Hilliard, Ohio. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Cap City Outfitters. Uh, we'll see you again next time. Thanks for joining.